Okay, Alex. I was on the internet the other day and I came across a question that I want to ask you. Um, since the hockey playoffs are on, mm-hmm. the question was, what was the hockey puck used in early outdoor hockey games made out of? If you had to guess, what would you guess? Or maybe you know the answer. I feel like it'd be like stone, but stone wouldn't be very slidey. So maybe like moose antler. Moose antler? Is that your final Uh, answer? Moose hoof. (laughs) Not a bad answer, really. The answer is... The answer is frozen cow dung. So worse. Worse than the thing I said. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to my brother's podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Seth. Um, we haven't done that in a while, so we felt like we that needed felt, to do that. That felt weird. <laughs> um, it's weird saying our own names. Yeah, it's a thing you have to do when you're doing radio, and it's, well, not every time. If you have established listeners, yeah, um, but we're inter- we're internationally relevant now, so it's true. Also, pe- we might be confused. People might get us confused. We have similar voices, some somewhat. I mean, sure. Okay, never mind. Forget. I what don't. I, said. I don't agree. But go ahead. If any of us, anything about us is similar, then it's our voices. Well, yeah, because the only thing similar about them is that they're male. Okay. Anyway. We started the episode with cow dung, and it's really just gone downhill somehow. Yeah, but I was listening, or when I was reading that, and I saw that, and I just immediately thought about how gross that would be if you take one to the face. Would it explode? Or I was mean, it frozen enough to, like, stay intact? Surely it was frozen enough to stay intact. That means it's just going to hurt and be gross. That would be kind of at the bottom of things I'd want to get hit in the face with, yeah. God, that's just nasty. Any uh, dung would be... <laughs> I don't think it matters what kind. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter that it's cow. I mean, it yeah, could be no. could be bird. There's... One of my favorite Chicken. videos on the internet is a video of a soccer player from Maine United. He's yelling, and a bird just craps in his mouth. Oh, God. Like That's on, like one of my... On oof. the field, on national television, you could just see the bird crap go right in his mouth. It's the <laughs> grossest thing in the world. I probably would have... I'd have cried. It was horrible. I hated the video, but it's also very funny. That's like a pretty big irrational fear of mine is that something's going to crap in my mouth. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like something. human Yeah, it's like, it's like human centipede. Just, just something. Not, you're not sure what is going to do it yet, but something's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. No, if, I mean, if any crap goes in my mouth, it's not going to be ideal. Jesus. <laughs> no. Welcome to my mind. That was staggering. 
Anyway, um, God, I don't even remember what we were going to talk about. Oh, um, uh, the whole crap in my mouth thing really threw me off guard. Yeah, that'll happen. Imagine if you actually got crap in your mouth. <laughs> then what? I don't want to. I'd rather not. Um, the Human Centipede is a ridiculous movie that should never have been made. But There definitely shouldn't have been a second one made. <sighs> is there anyway, three? I feel like there might be three. There could be like 12, honestly. It feels like, like a wrong turn type franchise. Yeah, at least the wrong turn's not awful. I mean, some of those movies are pretty awful. Yeah, I mean, they're... Whatever. Anyway. I think that's what we were going to talk about. Uh, different actors. You wanted movies. to play your game. Your game. Yeah, my game. Um, let's get like it. Saw. Shout out. Shout out, Mom. Want to play a game? Um, so, last week, we more or less did it with Shia LaBeouf in a very different way. Because we, I think we both understood that Shia LaBeouf is a good actor. It's not really a question so much as it was just a excuse to explore Shia LaBeouf's career. Mm-hmm. The, the fun of the game comes when you discuss actors who you genuinely don't know the answer. It could go either way. Right. Because if, if you did it with Denzel Washington, yes, clearly, Denzel Washington's a great actor. Yeah, it's not much of a conversation to be had. Or if you did it with someone like... Julia know. Roberts. Julie Roberts, great act. I'm trying to think of someone on like the other side. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, not really a great actor, mm-hmm. but what he does, very good. But like he doesn't do very many things. So right. like, the conversation wouldn't last very long. Mm-hmm. It's when you get into the people who have tried various roles and various types of roles um, and have succeeded in some and have failed horribly in some that that's when the conversation gets interesting right and also there's a level of like stardom that you have to achieve for the conversation to be interesting yeah the two that i I, so yeah go ahead sorry i was just because i was just to say that you don't really want to do this about a actor that no one knows a supporting role in every movie he's in yeah like you want to be a name you want to have some name recognition to make it somewhat interesting agreed and so what we decided was we would each bring one actor right and, and break them down and then we'd at the end I, I guess we can either do beginning or end up to you well, we can do the end okay so at the end we discuss maybe the best example of this game that I have found yet. Mark Wahlberg. Cue theme music. D- I'm just <laughs> we already we already did the the theme music. Anyway the show. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do that. And I guess we'll start with what were you gonna say? Um you were talking about a level of stardom that is re- been achieved that's just the all the immediately the people i thought about were ones that were like could go either way like are they good are they bad but they're almost exclusively like the headliner of the movies they're in right that's yeah that's the important part because you don't ever really notice if someone on the sides is like yeah 
good and bad. Like, you notice if they're really bad or you notice if they're really good. But you might not remember their performance to the next movie they're in to remember if they were bad in the last one and they were good in this one. But if you, you remember the star of the movie. Yeah. The star and of the movie sticks out. I watched, this is kind of related, but not really, but I watched a video on Twitter this week of the new Steven Seagal movie that apparently just came out. And you can't do this with him because he's just really bad at everything yeah, no, he does. He's, he's a horrible actor, but he's not like, that's the thing. He doesn't try to be an actor. He just tries yeah. to be Steven Seagal in every movie. And it's miserable. And that's another part of it is that being yourself, like being Denzel Washington in a movie works for Denzel Washington. Being Steven Seagal in a movie does not work for Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. It, you have to have a level of talent to pull off being more or less a similar character in a lot of ways over and over again, like Denzel does. But he changes them enough that they're still incredible every time. Right. Whereas someone like a, like I said, like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he doesn't change them at all. They're all the same character. Right, yeah, I got you. Over and over again. Does yeah. it work for all the movies he's in? Absolutely. He's a very successful person. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Another good example of that is Robert Downey Jr. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. He's done more or less the same thing. His entire since, career. Since he hit it big in like the 80s. But it works really well for him. Right. Because he has talent. Even if he's only doing the more or less the one thing, he's doing something different enough to make it work. Mm-hmm. But some of these people might not. And that's where this conversation comes in. So we'll start with whoever you brought. Um, so I actually have two and you can choose the two of the two. Um, my two are Tom Cruise and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's very interesting. Tom Cruise, I think probably works better for the conversation, but I think the issue with Tom Cruise is that eventually you get to, he was a very good actor and then he just stopped really doing anything other than. Then he joined the Church of Scientology and got level 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 what status? Well, I mean, I think he was always Scientologist, but he achieved a level of success that he didn't have to act anymore. He just had to be Tom Cruise and do mm-hmm. whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So, like, yes, he was good, but at this point in his career, he doesn't necessarily need to be good. You know. Mm-hmm. I get that. Paul Rudd's <clears throat> but- a very interesting one. I would also argue that some of his older stuff, he's just not that good. Well, that's fair. But he was, you know, he only had to be good enough to be top, to get to Tom mm-hmm. Cruise level. So. Tom Cruise, just to me, is the guy that I always think he's just super overrated. And that could be because he had a run of really good movies. And some of his really great ones I haven't seen. It's so like A Few Good Men in the Firm are apparently good. Yeah, he's so, a few good men. I've never seen either one of those, but like Jerry Maguire, I don't like him in that. I don't really like that movie. Um, the, you like and then Rain obviously, Man, don't you? I love Rain Man. Rain Man and Top Gun are really good. The Outsiders is good, but it's also carried by a lot of really good actors. I mean, it's not like just Tom Cruise, and they're all really young, but they're all just like it's all people that went on to be very successful. Right. 
That's another part of it is Tom Cruise was the biggest movie star in the world at like 28. Yeah. And so he got to the point where he didn't need to do anything else for the last 20 years. And so now he's probably, I don't know, 55, but he hasn't really done anything super new since 35 or whatever. So like, I mean, he's been making Mission Impossible movies. Right. But that's the same character over and over again. Oh yeah, he hasn't done a different character. You're right. And it's it's more or less the same character as he does in like Jack Reacher. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Absolutely. Of although he did in um the movie where he's a drug runner for the CIA. American Made is American probably, Made. It's one of my favorite movies that he's in. Me too. He's very good in that. And he's doing something a little different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it comes down to is eventually you you go back to whenever he tries, he can be really good. Yeah. Um, he just so, does, he hasn't had to try that much recently. Saying all that to say that we're going to go with Paul Rudd? Yes. That, what we just did was pretty much the extent of the Tom Cruise conversation. Paul okay. Rudd's interesting, though. Because I've never Paul Rudd is interesting. It. Yeah. Actually, quick. I mean, this actually came from mom. Mom suggested Paul Rudd. I asked her for some for some suggestions just to see her thoughts, and Paul Rudd was one of the ones that she threw out there. That's and I was like, "Huh, there we go." So, what are your thoughts? I think he can be very. I mean, he's got a very specific role that he can play. Um, like he is in some very very funny movies, Anchorman. 40-year-old virgin, role models, dinner for schmucks. Like, all those movies are very hilarious, but I don't think he can be the guy to carry a movie. So, like, I don't like any of the Ant-Man movies. That's interesting. Like, like I think, and I love Marvel, and I say I I don't hate him, and I don't think Paul Rudd's, like, just necessarily bad. I just don't think... They're very good. They're not in the same category as the other Marvel movies. Right. And so, and he's got those other ones. Um, that movie, Our Idiot Brother, is not yeah. good. Wanderlust is not good. There's just... And he doesn't really act in this one. It's voice acting. But Sausage Party is one of the worst movies I've ever watched. <laughs> Even though it's got that. some... I thought that movie was very funny in a couple of it, it has hilarious... A couple of hilarious spots but it's just all around not fun to watch so it's just interesting to me that you have a guy when he's when he's got another one or two guys around him that he can play off of so like anchorman you got will ferrell steve carell uh role models he uh, he is the guy for the most part in that one he's got um what's that guy's name sean william scott yeah that guy who's (laughs) he's pretty funny he's not a very good actor but he's pretty funny no he's not a good actor but he's very funny um dinner for schmucks he's got steve carell He's got a bunch of people in that movie. Steve that movie's Carell. Steve Carell all the way throughout the movie, but there's a couple scenes where he's got just a bunch of people to go off of, yeah. And so he does have some more s- stuff. I think he's in he's in that movie per- Perks of Being a Wallflower, right? Yes, I just watched it recently, actually. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while, but um, um, the other night you asked for a movie suggestion. I said I hadn't seen a new one in a minute. I had watched that one for the first time. I didn't think you'd want to watch it randomly by yourself. I saw it on something and was 
I thought about it, but I was like, nah. It's on Netflix, but I watched it, and he is... It's weird seeing him not try to be funny at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he... Um, he's certainly trying to do, like, charming and, like, likable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a teacher in the movie, and he is, you know, the pervert, the quintessential, like, favorite teacher of everyone. Yeah. Um. So, like, he's trying to do the charming and cool thing, but he's not necessarily trying to be funny. And I think it works, but only because he's in about six minutes of the movie, probably. <laughs> oh, really? Like, he's not in it very much. Um, if if you extend that role, it might not work. And yeah. I hadn't, had never thought about it until you said something. Maybe he, like, I agree. I think he does the thing where he bounces off others as well as anybody like i think he's as good a comedic actor as there is honestly the um, maybe i do uh, yeah yeah not to take away from him as a comedic actor he is very hilarious um and he's very he's very charming and very likable in almost all the roles Mm -hmm. um which is usually what he's supposed to do except for in anchorman when he's supposed to be like a kind of a idiot womanizer yeah like an idiot the playboy or whatever which he does that hilariously too um and i like him in ant-man actually i think he's one once again really charming and likable but i don't it might be my his best acting role that i've seen now that i think about it um because you're right i don't really like him in wonderlust that much that movie's terrible. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen Our Idiot Brother. I may have at some point, but I don't remember it. But yeah, he's he's an interesting case because when uh, so much of comedy is group oriented, it's very difficult to be, you know, to stand out in a comedy as extra funny because usually the funniest parts are within groups. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're up against Will Ferrell's or Steve um, Carell's, Steve Carell's, or you know, even in "I Love You, Man" with Jason Segel, he's not the funniest part of that movie. I've actually never seen that one. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, Jason Segel's very good in that movie. Um, Jason Segel, by the way, incredible actor. Uh, there's a movie called. Um, into the tour or something like that he does with Jesse Eisenberg. He goes toe to toe with Jesse Eisenberg the whole movie. Really? Um, and Jesse Eisenberg is an Oscar nominated actor, so that tells you how good he was. He's pretty good. But Paul Rudd is not like the funniest part of that movie, so maybe he, <laughs> maybe he's not uh, the you know as good as I had always considered him, but. That's another example of, you know, not doing, like, super out there roles. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do anything. He's not Christian Bale. Like, he did, he's not going to play um, the guy from Ford versus Ferrari and Dick Cheney in back-to-back movies. <laughs> yeah. 
I need to watch Ford versus Ferrari. It's on so it's on HBO. I thought about watching it, but I forgot to. I keep thinking about it, but it's like I think it's like two hours and forty minutes long, and every time I look at it, I'm just like, I don't want to watch a movie that long right now. Yeah. But But you wanna know how backwards this whole thought process of mine is? So I said I don't so the Ant-Man movies are at like the bottom tier of the Marvel movies for me. Ant-Man and like Doctor Strange, which Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. But like those movies are towards the bottom. Yeah. But I think Paul Rudd is better and more enjoyable as Ant-Man in the Avengers movies as opposed to his standalone movies. Which goes back to the playing off others thing. Right. He's. I know we use a sports analogy for everything. But to me, he's that like that number three guy. He's yeah. like so those championship teams where you had like Kobe and Powell. Mm-hmm. He's got he's like that Trevor Ariza just over there. He's gonna he'll give you big shots, and you're gonna know he's there, but he's not gonna carry you to a win. See, I would consider it more like Lamar Odom because he he might can't car- he might can carry you to a win or two. I don't know. And That's not gonna, a bad. I don't hate that. I don't hate that though. I think he is he's obviously not, you know, Kobe or Powell, like you said. But I think he's a little more important or not necessarily important, but like He brings more to the table than just three and D. Yeah. Right. Like I think he does a little bit more than a Trevor Ariza role. Mm-hmm. Um because I think he's he's get I think he's given more than like a I don't know, like a Black Panther in those movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's given more to do. Well, he's not in Infinity War at all, I guess, but in Endgame. So, like, I think he's a little more than that, but I don't, I don't like, hate that comparison. I do think he works better off of other um, bigger names. Mm-hmm. Another pretty good example of this is Chris Evans because – Chris Evans, I think he's a he's a good actor, but he always kind of seems like he's really trying really hard to act. I, yeah, I agree. I noticed that, so I watched Knives Out the other day for like the fifteenth time, and it kind of finally jumped out to me about <laughs> that in that. And I think Knives Out is maybe his most like natural perform. Like it seems mm-hmm. like him, which he might he's probably like a really nice person. He seems but, like it. I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, but he just, he seems, like, natural in that role. But in all the other movies, he's, like, capital A acting. Yeah. Like, trying his hardest. And so I agree. It usually works, but, like, it's it's so noticeable that you have to wonder, is it working? Yeah, he's over. That's what I think, going back to Tom Cruise, I think he's someone that does that, too. I think he tries to overact in a lot of the stuff he's in. Especially recently. I can see that. Yeah, I get that. Which is, you know, overacting can really work for somebody like Christian Bale or like Marlon Brando in The Godfather. Will Smith overacts in about everything he does. Will Smith, especially the dramatic roles. He loves overacting. Yes, exactly. Um, Some of those work a lot better than the other ones, but... Like, The Pursuit of Happiness, great. Like, a genuinely great performance. Yeah. Um, Seven Pounds, 
questionable. Seven pounds a little worse. Ali, his performance as Ali, really good. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's also the seven pounds of it all. <laughs> so, um, I almost said Will Smith, but like, I think he is, I think he is really good. He just yeah, he messes up sometimes. And I think the likability of him. And just who he is as a general general person kind of overshadows and gives him more leeway to have those bad movies like Planet Earth. For sure. And all that kind of stuff. So, like, with Tom Cruise as an example, he's not super – I mean, people love him and they because he's been around forever and he's made really good movies. But he's also – he's out there. He's weird. So, people don't give him as much of a leash as they do like Will Smith because Will Smith's never really done anything super off-putting. Yeah. Also, Will Smith's biggest asset as an actor is charisma. Oh, yeah. Which he has more than maybe anyone else on Earth. Oh, yeah. Like, him and, the, him and The Rock are the two most charismatic people, maybe, of all time. And so I don't that's know. Why Denzel's pretty up there. Denzel also, hit, that's another thing. His is his biggest asset as an actor is just controlling the screen. Just, like, being charismatic um whereas i keep using christian bale as an example just because he is the most like hardcore method actor Me- yeah gotta be of. the number one method actor i've ever known well there's like daniel day lewis but people probably might not know who that is um yeah but has daniel day lewis ever gained like 80 pounds and then also simultaneously lost 40 pounds no i don't think he does that but he did spend like six months uh, acting like abraham lincoln so yeah but i mean i do that too okay um <laughs> but like christian bale he just he becomes the character like he is um like a quote-unquote like full-blown actor mm-hmm. whereas denzel washington makes the character denzel washington yeah as whatever he's doing which once I, again works Every time for Denzel. So. I think that's a very great way to put it. Um, but we'll we'll move on from that because... Well, we need to come up with a definitive answer on Paul Rudd. we got to answer the question, is Paul Rudd a good actor or not? Oh, good point. I forgot. I'm going to say, say yes. I'm going to say yes when he's... I'm just going to say yes. I think Paul Rudd's good. Don't know if he's a great actor. Yeah, but I that's think not he. Cool. I think he can be great in the right situation. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a good actor. Yeah. My uh, guy might be a little different. Okay. Um, am I gonna know I, who your guy is? No, for sure. Um, yeah, he's the head of the one of the top five movie franchises of all time. Um. It's Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay. Um, my other one was Paul Walker. Which, really? You know, rest in peace. But we'll save that conversation for some other time. Because Dude, Vin- he also, I didn't realize this until, I guess, maybe a year or two after that. He died on my birthday. He died on the day of the kick six, too. Yeah, but that's my birthday. Right. I just, like... Your birthday happens every year. That happened once 
all time. And so, like, that, all of that happening at the same time was, like, shocking to me. Yeah. I didn't realize it either until after. Yeah. Um, it's just a side note. But, yeah, rest in peace, Paul Walker. I think Paul Walker's great as, as what's his name in Fast and Furious. And Lance Bat or Lance Harbor. In Varsity Blues. Yeah. Yeah, great in Varsity Blues. Other stuff? Maybe not. Anyway, we're doing Vin Diesel because <laughs> I don't even know if he does what he gets paid millions of dollars to do well. I don't even know, man. That is so difficult. Like, he is obviously the face of the Fast and Furious franchise. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars doing it. Yes. He, um, you know, he makes a new one every two years or whatever. But, but I don't know if it's good. Like, it's so weird what he, his whole acting style is weird to me. Yeah. I mean, and you think about it, he's also, uh, obviously, it's not a very, it's not acting at all. It's just saying, I'm Groot. Yeah, yeah, like he, honestly, I think that's a better performance than some of the other ones he has. Like, yeah. In, like, The Pacifier. Oh, man. Which, I mean, is a fine movie. I don't know that he's good at it. I don't even know. If he can, like, I don't even know if he acts. I don't either. That's why it's so confusing whether he's good or not. Because everything, he never shows any kind of emotion. There's no range of emotion change. I mean, he's literally just monotonously, is monotonously a word? He's saying all of his lines in a monotone word of voice. And there's no change in emotion. There's no change in facial expression. There's one time in Fast Five where he yells, this is Brazil. And they get his his voice gets a little louder. Maybe he snarls. It's, um, it's so confusing. In the first Fast and Furious movie, he gives the um the speech where he beats the guy who killed his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like some acting in there. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Like, I don't know. I think it was okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I think he does exactly what he's supposed to do. I literally think when he goes to, like, I imagine him auditioning for a role. He goes in and he sits at, maybe they sit at a table, they sit in a chair, and he just literally reads it off the lines in front of him. And then he does that exact same thing when he's in front of the camera. He just for sure. says the same words in the same voice and with no is, expression. He doesn't he probably doesn't have to audition anymore. Oh no. Because he's once again, he's the face of the third or fourth biggest movie franchise ever made. Yeah. He is Vin Diesel is his recognizable name is any in Hollywood and he might not be any good yeah has he made the most money as an actor to be is he the least talented actor to make the most amount of money well what's good depends on how you consider him with The Rock I think The Rock's a better actor I think he is too well I don't know if he's a better actor I think what he does is more clearly 
entertaining and like more clearly defined. I think The Rock actually tries to act a little more than Vin that's, Diesel does. That's the thing. I don't ever know what Vin Diesel's going for. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think he does. And it's hard to say that he's not good if he's that successful. I don't know. Well, that's like those the Riddick. I think there's a couple of them, or maybe just one. In the movie Riddick, he's like the top he's, build actor, and he says like 15 words. He doesn't say very many words. He also says he does the, it's the same performance as Dom oh, Toretto. Yeah. yeah, he's just the bad guy. And he's just in outer space or wherever he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. It's the weirdest thing in the world. I, I know. Look up what else he's in just to reference it. Well, he's Triple X, which, I mean, would be the same he, role as Riddick. He tries a little bit more in that one to be slightly more likable, I think. Yeah, but the second Triple X is so much better because Ice Cube is way more magnetic as a as a performer than yeah yeah Finn Diesel is. I forget he's in Saving Private Ryan. I've he's still never great. seen that. Um, he's it, he is the Iron Giant. He's the voice of the Iron Giant, which is yeah. a pretty a pretty good movie, but like. Maybe he's a better. Maybe he's like a really good voice actor. Maybe he's the best voice actor of all time, <laughs> and just a garbage actual actor. But he gets the benefit of the doubt because I yeah. mean, like, once he's latched on in the first movie, you can't kick him out. No, like he's in there, even though they tried to. The Fast and Furious built a billion-dollar franchise on the backs of two actors that might not have been good at their jobs. <laughs> I think Paul... So, I disagree with you on that. I think Paul Walker is a very good actor. It may be just because I think he's so cool and I respect the crap out of all the stuff he did outside of acting and, like, the the foundation he had and, like, the work he did. Yeah. But I also just... Every movie that I watched with him in it, he was just... I just enjoyed watching him. I think it's another example of being very likable. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the Paul Rudd thing. That's it's true. Being very likable and very charming and very good looking. Oh yeah, very good looking dude. Um and ha- being able to cover up I keep saying what they do is good. It's more or less comes down to like a lack of range, like a real range mm-hmm. in acting. Go ahead. So I just thought about this because I watched a movie last night with a minute, and it's making me think Paul Rudd or not Paul Rudd, Paul Walker and Ashton Kutcher I think are in the same kind of category. Okay, see, I think Ashton Kutcher's a bad actor, but I don't think he's ever been asked to act. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you watch a lot of stuff he's in, and you think, okay, he's not. I mean, he's an he's also one of those ones that falls in the category of overacting. Yes, like a lot. <laughs> Like, the only time he is asked to act is act as ridiculous as possible. Yeah. To be funny. Which yeah. is Which is 100% like it, like it fine and like it worked really well for him and he's good at it. But it's, I don't know, it's just not, it doesn't ever seem like acting. It just seems like him being Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. And then getting louder as Ashton Kutcher. 
Yeah, I watched No Strings Attached last night, and I forgot how funny that movie is. I think Paul Walker's a better actor than Ashton Kutcher. If I'll be, if I'm being I honest. don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, what was I saying? I think, right? I think Paul Walker was great in a couple things, but I just don't think he had like a whole lot of range as an actor, which he was not mm-hmm. asked to do because he, once again, he latched on to a billion dollar franchise too. Him and Vin Diesel built it together. He's so. also got two of the most painful scenes in cinematic history to watch, in the, both in the same movie. What? In Too Fast, Too Furious, both the times where he says cuz. Oh. Both of those scenes are just painful to watch him try to yeah. say that. He said, I won't talk about it, cuz. <laughs> and just look at him, you're like, oh my god, what was that? I actually really like Too Fast, Too Furious. It's my favorite one in the franchise. I think it might be a bad movie, but I love it so much. It is my favorite one in the whole franchise. You talk about magnetic performers. Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson is magnetic in that movie. He carries that movie. Oh, man. I love Tyrese Gibson. I do too. He's not. I don't think he's a good actor either, but I love him to death. He's another one of those guys, though, that just he plays himself. Yeah, he just does the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um. So we're going to answer the question. I'm excited against Mark Wahlberg. Okay. We'll do the... I don't think Vin Diesel's a good actor. I don't. I don't <laughs> I think, think he is. I don't think I think he good. is a top-notch swindler. Yeah, I think he he figured out exactly what he needed to do to become a multimillionaire, and he did it. And, and just ran that. with it. Yeah. All right. So we got to that one. Now the the most interesting case... What's wild? It's important to remember, Mark Wahlberg is an Academy Award-nominated actor. Right, and he's been in Academy Academy Award-nominated and winning movies, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, he was in The Fighter, too. And did The Departed win an Academy Award? That's the one he was nominated for. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I thought that movie won Best Picture, too. It might have. Yeah, I think it did. But, like, he was nominated for for an Academy Award in, uh, in... the Departed. Yeah. And The Lovely Bones is another one I think it was nominated for some stuff, too. Boogie Nights. I mean, he's. I'm pretty sure Boogie Nights is nominated for a bunch of stuff. I've never seen that. I've never seen Boogie Nights either, but people say he's good in it. So this is what... So before we did all this, I went and looked at all the movies for, so for Paul Rudd and Tom Cruise and kind of like listed the ones I liked and just to like have my thoughts in order. Right. Well, I did the same thing for Mark Wahlberg. And I'm pretty sure I've seen more Mark Wahlberg movies than I have Tom Cruise and Paul Rudd combined. I did not realize how many freaking movies Mark Wahlberg's in. No, he makes like two a year. And he is in a range of movies that doesn't even make sense. It's Like, it's both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, no, I don't know how much range he has as an actor, but he has a bunch of range in the kinds of movies he makes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you literally have a movie like Pain and Gain, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then you make a movie like The Departed, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's, And he was nominated for an Oscar because he's actually really good in that movie. I know. Like, he is really good as that cop. And then I you never... go from, like, Ted 2 and Ted, which are awful, to a movie like The Lone Survivor, which yeah. is amazing. 
Have you ever seen the movie The Happening? It is awful. It's maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. And Mark Wahlberg puts in just an abysmal performance. <laughs> it's like he didn't even want to be in it. <laughs> It's it's honestly like he showed up to set and didn't realize the movie he was in. Yeah, it's like his agent agreed for him and was like, hey, you got to be here at this time. And he showed up without knowing what he was stepping into and just went with it. It is miserable. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's literally at the top of the list. Uh, I, I listed the movies good and bad, and it's at the top of the list. It's as bad. So bad. I think it's... It's 100% possible that is the absolute worst performance by an Oscar-nominated actor in the history of movies. Dude, it's tough between that and Pain and Gain. I've never actually seen Pain and Gain because I heard oh my that. God, it is awful. I mean, it is absolutely awful. And that's got The Rock and the and Mark Wahlberg, and I still could barely make it through it. It's, it's, a bit, it's just awful. It's the absolute enigma that is Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it's 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 like so when you're growing up playing a game or like or the the term you are who you hang out with or the term you play down to your competition. Yeah. It's like Mark Wahlberg when he realizes if the movie's going to be good, he steps up like that. But if he realizes, hey, this thing ain't that great, but I can make some money, it's like I don't care. Yeah. He, Let me just go out there. Let me half ace it. He Mark Wahlberg's it. I mean, it is wild and this is exactly why i say he's the perfect example of this game because it seems like it can go from movie to movie to movie like he can go to like three year by levels of talent i think you could probably break it down and it's like year by year like (laughs) one year he'll make some really good movies and then the next year it's like what the hell was that buddy he'll just take a year off and just be like yeah i'm gonna make 60 million dollars this year but not even act a little bit because you got to think about it I, I listed like i said i listed these out and he's actually in a lot of good movies in my opinion and but it it seems like the bad ones he's in are ones that made a lot of money yeah. so like the ted movies they made a lot of money but they're awful daddy's home movies not that good not that great but they made pretty good money because of who's in them transformers his transformers movies are awful horrible and just he's, ba- he's bad he's bad he's bad yes but they made a lot of money it, it's once again mark Wahlberg, not only as an actor but as as an imdb his career is truly an enigma of hollywood stardom it's like you're flipping a coin you don't know what the hell you're gonna get like which Mark Wahlberg am I getting? Am I getting shooter Mark Wahlberg, or am I getting contraband Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> hey, I actually kind of like contraband. I don't think it's good, but I liked it when I watched it. It's not good, and I don't like it. But I love uh, Kate Beckinsale. Gosh, she's gorgeous. That movie has Giovanni Ribisi and um, and the guy that looks like him. Yeah, the, the guy that's in Lone Survivor. Yeah, and Lone Survivor. What is his name? I can't remember, but they look so much alike, and they conf- his name's Ben something, I think. Ben Foster. Yep. Good teamwork. Ben Foster. Great, by the way. I think he's a really good actor. He's so good. I, if you haven't watched Hell or High Water, I think everyone in the world should see that movie. Yeah, agreed. Um, that movie's great. Back to Mark Wahlberg, though. He, 
once again, he can go from movie to movie or year to year doing just the polar opposites of, like, levels of quality. And he's going to make $40 million both years. Yeah. And we were talking about the likability of somebody giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think it's Mark Wahlberg has had to work really hard to get back on the good graces of people yeah. because of the crap he did when he was younger. A yeah, lot of people, they don't like that. I mean, he was he was kind of he awful. Was like a, he was a full-fledged criminal. Like yeah, he was an, and everything. an awful person. And he did really horrible things. Yeah, like he almost killed a guy. And then became one of the four biggest movie stars in the world. And he does... I mean, he's from Boston, so he's got that attitude that you can see in interviews and stuff. Like, he he can kind of rub someone the wrong way, yeah. but I also think he does a lot of really good things for people. And I do think he's a pretty good actor. I guess I just answered the question from yeah, my perspective. Um, I think that's part of the reason that his performance in The Departed is so good, is because he's literally just playing someone he probably knows. Yeah, he's probably playing the cop that arrested him when he was a kid. Yeah, like that's probably someone he's very familiar with, and so it's very easy for him to play. But another good example of that is Spencer Confidential. He then like probably that's probably the most recent thing he's put out, right? Yeah, the Netflix. Gotta, yeah, gotta be. I think that movie's pretty good, and I think it's. I mean, it's Boston police officers. It's just I don't know. He's in Patriots Day, which is Boston Marathon Boston movie. Officer, yeah, yeah, like. I feel like when he finds the role that he wants to be great in, he does it. But it doesn't make sense that he does these other roles and they're just so daggone bad. I can't. That's the thing is, that's why I think Mark Wahlberg's my favorite example, is because I've had this conversation at least three times in my life, and I still don't know what the answer is. <laughs> and I don't know if I ever will. Until, like, if he gets nominated for another Oscar, then I'll be like, okay, if you're a two-time Oscar nominee, you have to be a good actor. Right. But, but like, you man. watch movies. I mean, these movies he's in, a lot of stuff he chooses now are never going to get nominated. Oh, no, he doesn't have to. Like, another example of the Tom Cruise thing. He doesn't have to do, like, super hardcore, quote-unquote, acting. Because he's going to make a bunch of money anyways, and he might as well just have the most fun he can have. Yeah. I mean, you can't fault him for his, uh, for him or Tom Cruise's tactics. <laughs> Certainly not. Go out there and make an S ton of money and just have the most fun. Yeah. Fly a fighter jet. Jump out of Dude, a plane. I think they're both one of the few people that do, like, majority of their own stunts. I'm fully convinced that's the only reason Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise still does movies. So he can do his own stunts? So he can do the stunt, like whatever stunt he wants. Yeah, like I can see go, that. He'll just go to a studio and be like, hey, I want to bungee jump off the Eiffel Tower. And they'll be like, okay, we'll write a movie for you. Yeah. And then they and just, he does it. Like, if if he didn't have any stunts, I don't know why he would do it. That's a very good point. 
Mark Wahlberg, I think, does actually like doing it, but I don't know. Uh, to answer the question, though, I think I'm going to go with Mark Wahlberg is a good actor who at times can be <laughs> the worst actor. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is a good actor that can also be really bad when he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, it's like the most flip the switch I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's like you flip the switch one way and it's the brightest room in the world. You flip the switch the other way and it's just the vacuum of space. I don't... (laughs) That's a very good example. (laughs) I don't think there's anyone else like that, though. I can't think of a single person. I don't either. Like, you look at the really good actors. They at least are able to seem like their character might be okay. You can tell when a really good actor is like not super into it. Right. But it's still like they have enough talent to like drag you through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wahlberg though, it's like he whatever talent he does have, he throws in the garbage can for the whole movie. <laughs> He, like, puts uh, it into the sun and then brings it back for the next movie. I don't get it. I will say I can't think of a movie that he's in with, like, other bigger actors that he doesn't – I can't think of when he gets overshadowed. So, like, even in Two Guns when he's with Denzel, yeah, I don't think Denzel really overshadows him. I think Mark puts in a really good performance, and I think they, they worked well, really well together. They did work well together. I think that's an example of, like, Denzel not being, like, I don't think either of them were super, like, neither of them were going for an Oscar or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, I think it was, but Mark Wahlberg, like we said, plays to his competition, so he was able to elevate his game enough, Mm -hmm. whereas Denzel was just kind of, you know, he was just kind of doing it. Like, obviously, it's still rocked because it's Denzel, but, so it worked well. And even if you... Oh, wait, go ahead, sorry. When he's in things like The Departed with other just incredible actors who are also going for it, he is right there with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like that... Stealing mo- stealing the movie, not just scenes. He's stealing the whole thing. That, that cast is freaking loaded with Academy Award winners. I mean, two, two of the best actors of their respective generations in Jack Nicholson and Leonardo DiCaprio. Right, and then you and, have Matt Damon, and Matt Damon's also in there. Alec Baldwin, I think, is also in the Academy. He, he is. Award He's nominee. Yeah, Martin Sheen, another incredibly famous actor, and Mark Wahlberg is the one that comes out, and you're like, "Wow, that guy's really good." Yeah. Another <laughs> that I was going to say. Another example is even in a com- a comedic movie, in the other guys with Will Ferrell, who Will Ferrell is arguably the best comedic actor of our lifetime. Mark Wahlberg has scenes in there where he's funnier. No, he's so funny in that movie. And it doesn't make sense. It's he's like so funny in that movie. <laughs> that movie is hilarious. And it's like, what is, what's going on? Then you go and you see and you watch him in The Happening and you're like, is this the same guy? It doesn't even seem like the same person. Like, wh- who? what happened? That The Happening is the most confusing movie of my entire life. <laughs> because it... <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> oh god, that one scene where they just like he like looks over his shoulder and they zoom into his face. I think it's in like the trailer. It's like, do you even want to be here? The scene with the with the old lady where she goes, "Are you trying to murder me?" He goes, 
what? No. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> like this. If anyone hasn't seen The Happening, I can't tell you to watch it because it's genuinely horrible. I think I'm going to try to watch it. It's almost bad enough to watch it for the comedic value of it. Because it's an anomaly of poor movie making. It is. I mean, and you got two good actors. Is it Emily Blunt's the girl, right? Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I thought it was Emily Blunt. Never mind. If it was Emily Blunt, that movie would have been incredible somehow. But it's got M. Night Shyamalan, who's done some good movies. Yeah, he's done movies. He made The Sixth Sense, which is really good. It's... To answer the question, Mark Wahlberg makes no sense. Yeah. Who do you think's a better actor, Mark Wahlberg or Tom Cruise? I don't think Tom Cruise has any performance, even half as bad as The Happening. Um, even the ones where he's not like... Night and Day is pretty bad. Rock of Ages is pretty bad. I've never seen that movie, so I guess I can't. War of the Worlds is not great. War of the Worlds is not... I still don't think it's as bad as The Happening. Well, yeah. Not many things are. <laughs> I think... I don't think the issue with World of the Worlds is Tom Cruise, I guess. Except for the baseball scene where he tries to throw a baseball and he's just never, he's clearly never thrown a baseball in his life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Mark Wahlberg's better and I p- would prefer Mark Wahlberg personally. And that may, be, that may be biased in my opinion on who's better. I just think, to me, I think Tom Cruise has never been that that um just bad just like just that bad i think tom because mark Wahlberg is is genuinely bad in that movie and it really does i i if that movie had does not exist i don't know if i even consider the question is mark Wahlberg good i think the immediate answer is yes he's good well You'd have to put Pain and Gain out, too, because it's pretty bad. You need to also, watch that. The Transformers movies are bad. Yeah, I mean... And, and he's not good at them. That's the thing, or I guess I'm thinking this now, like, it's either he's good or he's just absurdly bad. He he flips the switch and it's... It's no halfway, like, no, eh. there's, He... It's either I'm in or I'm out. And if he's out, he is... So as out. far out as you could possibly be. Yeah. So, all right. To recap our answers, Paul Rudd. Good. Good. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Bad. Good. <laughs> yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Both. Yeah. I think that sums it up. <laughs> like, oh man. What a all time. Right. God, I could talk about Mark Wahlberg for hours, but we won't. Um. This was fun. Yeah. Once again, I love this conversation for almost any actor. But if if anyone out there has any suggestions for an actor and has thoughts and would like to come on and discuss. Or wants to share your thoughts on the ones we've talked about. Yes. Let us know. Um, because I think it's important that we get to the bottom of this, this quandary. Yeah. Someone's got to figure it out. It might as well be us. Yeah. 
And when we do, we're going to talk to Mark Wahlberg himself and tell him. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Mark Wahlberg. All right. So this was fun. Paul Rudd, good actor. Vin Diesel, bad actor. Mark Wahlberg. Both. Both. He's a a good actor and a bad actor at the same time. He is two people in one body. Yep. All right. Next time we'll be back ranking our favorite uh, galaxies. See you later. See you.